guys. We're not quitting. Your cup is very interesting. <laughs> <laughs> that cup is great. You're listening that to the That Noise Podcast <laughs> featuring Pete Melia. But we're talking it's about shit here. When I drink, I'm a... Jamie yeah, Klein. Right. No one wants to smell your dirty fucking shit. Mike Burdick. I feel like I'm in group. Steve Taylor. Is he getting his ball slapped by some other dude? And Keith Green. You get a fucking sausage. This is episode 28 of F That Noise. Welcome to the program, everybody. Hope you enjoyed the brand new intro we just debuted. Tricky thing, though, if you heard all the other idiots on this show talking through it, it's because I didn't share the audio in time for them to realize we were going on the air. So, trust me, it's fantastic. You'll just have to wait till next week to hear it clearly. I feel horrible. I feel horrible. Keith worked his ass off doing it. (laughs) Keith, how about this? Play it right now for everyone to hear this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got to hear it again. Let's hear it right, yeah, here. right here. here we go. Here's our new, yeah. brand new intro 2.0. Oh, wait, I got some stuff to say. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking dick. Fuck that noise. We're not quitting. You're listening to the F That Noise podcast featuring Pete Melia. But we're talking about shit here. Jamie Klein. No one wants to smell your dirty fucking shit. Mike Burdick. <laughs> feel like I'm in group. Steve Taylor. Is he getting his ball slapped by some other dude? And Keith Grieve. You get a fucking sausage. If that doesn't get you, if that doesn't get you jazzed up and feeling like a goddamn sexual tyrannosaur, I don't know what does. <laughs> Just like me, I, I feel <laughs> like I should be involved in some sort of '80s montage now and going and, and learning how to ski or something. I don't know. No, no, no. The guy's no, underplayed. Like it. It's not fantastic. It's fantastic. Fantastic. I was making it happen. Music. That's what it was. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So here we are, episode twenty-eight. I don't want no scrubs because the scrub is the one that can't get no love from me. So here we go. Yeah, we're talking about <laughs> summer barbecue strategies here on the program tonight. Uh, but before, like you know, as if you're a learned follower of the show, we start every episode with a drive of the week. And if you don't know what a drive is, a drive is a line from a movie or TV show said with exceptional velocity and volume. And this segment belongs to James Klein. All right, ladies and fruitcakes. We got here a classic, one of my all-time favorite movies, which is also not a great film. It's really (laughs) (laughs) But I admit it. I love it. I don't care. Tango and Cash. Sylvester Uh Stallone, Kurt Russell, 1989. This is a classic. And in this scene, we have the late, the great Robert Zadar. As he finally gets to see Stallone and Russell just where he wants them. Play it. We'll see. Real badass cops. (laughs) 
You don't look so tough now, do you? Do you, you fuck? It must mean you. On the streets, this pig and his two friends broke my ribs, my leg, and my jaw. My ribs, my leg, and my jaw. You broke that jaw? Oh. You deserved it. Why did you do that? Why? Yeah, why? I was having a bad day. Like now? Like now! <laughs> and, then, and then mayhem breaks loose. <laughs> you don't look so tough now, do you? Do you, you fuck? It must be. <laughs> Do you, you fuck? Oh. Oh, I love that movie. You know what's funny thing? One, this is many years ago. My wife and I were dating at the time, and we're at a Halloween party at a bar in, um, oh God, Forest Park, Illinois. I'm dressed like Leatherface. I'm standing there having a few drinks, talking to some people. In walks Robert Zadar. And what? I'm like, get the Dude. fuck out of here. Is this Robert Zadar? Shut up. And I'm standing or was there. someone dressed as Robert Zadar? It'd be a great Halloween costume. Um, like I, you think right up, I go, I go Mr. Zadar, and he turns around and goes, yeah, hey, how you doing? I'm like, oh, my God, I'm a huge fan of Maniac Cop. And I start rattling off movies and shit. And he's like, oh, hey. I'm like, any way I can get a picture? He goes, yeah, sure. Come on over here. So I got a picture taken with Robert Zadar. It was awesome on Halloween. Unfortunately, the picture is me dressed like Leatherface, but whatever. It was awesome. It was cool. Nice I think cabin. that makes it better. It yeah. does. kind of makes it pretty cool. What's your cock so, Yeah. No, 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 no. No, said no, yeah. no, no. <laughs> said yeah, which makes me think it was, in fact, it was Halloween. Halloween. Yeah. You're, it's, like, it's my pumpkins. It's the only real uh, way to rock out, you know? Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Yes, so that was the Drive of the Week brought to you by <laughs> Trashman Media for all the latest Blu-ray and DVD reviews, including videos and interviews. Check out Trashman Media at Trashman Media. Dot com as well as on Twitter and Facebook. And don't forget to check out www.bizarreabyss.com for your latest news and no bullshit. Yes. Yes. It was legitimate. Even if you like bullshit. Yeah, sometimes I'm in the mood for bullshit. I'm bullshit. Pick shit. What? Pick shit! <laughs> <laughs> That's a classic drive. <laughs> oh, man. So apparently, if you're watching the live stream on our Facebook feed, uh, there's a little bit of a uh, slowdown in the uh, the stream quality. So the audio is apparently yeah. there, but the video well, has frozen. Oh, so. it's funny! It's funny that Michelle brought up Jamie's wife brought up that uh, Pete and I are our faces are blocked, but like Pete is skillfully bringing his head over. You know, you can see it. <laughs> he's like he's like he's like Wilson from uh, from you know Tool Time, whatever. Fuck the show. Yeah. Is. Oh, home Move your head around the rifle. Knock the rifle yeah, around yeah, yeah. your head. <laughs> <laughs> Just the Mike's bat signal is uh, sticking out here. Yeah, you can see you can see I'm there. You can shoot my brain off if you wanted to. But... Steve and I look like we're about to get blowjobs. Whoa. Well, said, when when, when do don't you? Yeah, it's not good. <laughs> that escalated that quickly. Just like that. Let's so. your... Oh, my sister-in-law is listening. Nice. Nice. Is nice, more nice. like? <laughs> <laughs> Does she want to know that you're about to get a blowjob? No, uh, no. Okay. Yeah, yeah. No, but no, but no, but. All right, so. Do you fuck? All right, <laughs> <laughs> All right let's get to the. Uh, the okay, what are we talking next? Coronavirus restrictions are are lifting, so we're going to be able to slowly but surely be able to spend some time together, 
you know, not 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 these guys, obviously, but uh, picnics and get-togethers, oh, and it'll happen. it'll happen one way or another. But um, for the Fourth of July, uh, that's always our traditional reunion time. Um, yeah. Either that or Christmas, usually. Um, but uh, what is so we wanted to get together and talk about barbecue strategies, things that we do, things that we do for our families, our go-to meals on the grill. What makes what makes a barbecue uh, a party, a summer party, memorable? And uh, yeah. yeah, so I, I like maybe we also talk about like a what's on your summer soundtrack. What's your go-to summer soundtrack? Oh, that's a that's a good one, Keith. I usually play uh, um, Anthrax's uh, "Celebrated Summer," um, which is actually a cover from a oh God. I'm trying to remember the punk band. It's like. Husku do or something something strange like that um but it's anthrax's celebrated summer i try to play that every fourth of july and around the summertime of course that is a, a classic for me or school's out you know, yeah you'll definitely hear out. school's out at some point yeah ever since we did that concert back in the day i always put that oh yeah we, when we saw alice cooper in 1995 darian was, laker whatever either, darian said. yeah it was, it was uh it was either 95 or 96 but it was the day the movie copland came out Oh, we went and saw, it was on a Friday night. We went and saw Alice Cooper, That's and it weird. poured with rain. We stopped the concert. Yeah, we, it was a total mud bath. Who was with it, Alice Cooper? Yeah. It was Warrant. Was it Warrant? Oh, God! Good, you got a good memory then, because I, I think no I, I'm, I'm guessing, but it, it may have been Warrant, may not, but it was Slayer, Duncan, Slayer. Wait a minute, you didn't, you didn't remember Slayer? No, like, no way. It's like a, or God, slaughter. Maybe it's slaughter. Slaughter. Not Slayer. It was slaughter. Okay. It was slaughter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Have you ever seen Slayer? It's like, holy cow. Yeah, it, that's not easy to forget. Yeah. <laughs> I've actually. Ears ringing for three weeks after that. <laughs> but yeah, so for me, those are my summer songs. Go on, Steve. Like, for me, summer. Um, is, I'm big on really two bands uh, Van Halen and Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers. Nice. nice, and I'll I'll break that into just also solo Tom Petty, but it's got to be Van Halen, David Lee Roth, Van Halen, not Van Hagar, and then Good Boy Steve Tom Petty. For some reason, those two bands, like during the fall winter, if a song comes on, I'll listen to it, but I don't crave to hear it. But like today, I was driving with the windows down. I had to go to Wegman's, and I didn't have any kids or anyone with me, so I was cranked the music, and uh, Van Halen came on. Running with the devil, and I was like, "Oh my god, this is amazing!" With the heat, you know, the sun, everything—it just felt right. You know what I mean? It was one of those. It's one of those oh, bands. Yeah. It feels yeah. right in the summertime. Well, well you know, Owen's got ben, he's, he's got Tom Petty posters all over his room. Uh, oh, nice! Like, it's good upbringing. That is good that parenting, first, right there. The yes. first band that he really loved, like. You yeah. know the funny part though, when I saw Tom Petty in concert, it was it was seven or eight years ago. Um, he was great, but. Crosby, Stills, and Nash opened for him, oh, and they nice. were actually better. Like, I was blown away by how good they were being so freaking I don't, old. I don't think that's possible, Steve. I'm telling you. I don't know. I, I was shocked at <laughs> everyone with me. I was with a bunch of youngsters. Yeah. Like, God, Crosby, Stills, and Nash. I'm like, dude, let I me mean, hear them. And they were like, clear, holy crap. Clearly, Steve's just completely full of shit right now. Well, okay. well, I, don't know. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know how long we're going to let this, this go, this yeah. lie. But, this is um, nonsense. Southern yeah, Cross, motherfuckers. <laughs> um yeah I mean, I mean, you saw the tirade that i put up about van halen i mean uh, van halen i've been i've been blasting outside because the dog 
loves to play catch to Van Halen. You went in there to the dog? Oh, yeah. But I put on Van Hagar for some reason. He just got down in the grass. He looked all depressed. Um, his, his paws go over his head like a 1930s little rascal. No, it was more like this. He was doing this kind of, like he was trying to knock his head off or his ears or something. He's, he couldn't right. believe the shit he was hearing. The Van Hagar <laughs> blowback is bullshit. No, it's so not. It's everything so that not. bullshit. Oh, it's so not. Everything was like just like just hard and just coming out of the garage. It was Van Halen. Yes, it was like, two very different sounds. It is completely different sound, so call it something else. Call it shitty band or something. Uh. <laughs> call it call it close encounters of the shitty kind. I don't know, but I'm, you... I'm gonna I'm gonna back up my boy Keith on one thing here. I I do like both versions of Van Halen. Um, I prefer David Lee Roth Van Halen, yeah. but I do think Fifty One Fifty is a great album. I do enjoy a few songs off OU812. I do enjoy a few songs off of uh, For Unlawful Carnal Knowledge. Balance is shit. Balance yeah. sucks. And I, I honestly, we're not you know, even talk about Van Halen 3. Hmm. We shouldn't talk about any of them, but that's okay. You know, it's a free country. <laughs> honestly, though, Van, Van, Eddie Van Halen's guitar tone, though, later in his career, I think, I think actually got a little better. Mm. Really? Well, it, look. The, the the iconic sound from the beginning like that changed everything yeah but for everything yeah. like, but, but, but i mean it just it changed everything but like i honestly think his sound was more refined later i, I actually think it just sounded better but, pete i really feel yeah like i mean you look at the you look at the overall production levels of the of the albums of the, the what eventually became the van hagar era and i don't know if you watch a lot of bands that go through the same shit i don't know if it's sammy hagar's fault uh, so to speak, but most bands start out rough and grungy, and then as they get a little success under their belts, the production levels go up, the studios get involved, and they turn it into a pile of shit. Without a doubt, and that's true. Yeah. And I like Sammy Hagar on his own. And and I, I, I've, you see it band after band after band, they do that. They they try to create that new sound, and whoever's fault it is, you know, Metallica did it. You know, you try to, like, you try to grow as a band, and a lot of fans, you know, the smart ones anyway, are just like, you know, we, we liked you because of this sound. Like, stay here. Right. You know? But honestly, though, like, as far as frontmen go, like, you know, David Lee Roth in the early years, like, I mean, I mean, who? Right. Who's going to top that? Like, seriously. Yeah. <laughs> as far as oh, frontmen go, best. like, it's just. Yeah, a, a combination of a frontman and then just. Who, like, Jim Morrison? I, mean, who, I don't know. Like I, I can't really think it's it's. I like some I of Billy Ross' um, solo stuff too. I think it's great. I, I do as well. I like his stuff. Yeah. Eat him and smile was a great was a great album. I Just do love Jiggle that. One. Still one of the best videos ever. Mm -hmm. yeah. But I'll tell you, I'll tell you that end karaoke song is pretty good. But um, I will tell you that uh, that's an example of someone who didn't. I mean, really change all that much. Sure, he's gotten old and he's not able to do what he used to do, but. That guy, that guy's always been crazy. And when he did his solo stuff, all those songs we're talking about, he was still David Lee Roth. Right. You know. Mm -hmm. uh, well, when I saw them live, it was right when they got back together. It was like 2008 or 2009. I was shocked how good David Lee Roth still was physically. Because he had to have been in his 50s at that point, if not 60s. And he was still ripped sounded great was jumping all over the place going nuts for a full two-hour concert and i was like jesus this guy's insane 
Well, he's smart because like someone like a Jim Morrison, that's the problem is they they just didn't stay in shape enough to keep playing. Do you, you fuck? And, you know. <laughs> yeah, like, I, I can't watch the jump video and not like come away with like my commentary always is like David Lee Roth that is the most confident man I have ever seen in my entire <laughs> life right. like, yeah. ever like <laughs> he has he has without it in my opinion one of the best rock and roll stories ever it was from uh, behind the music and they were interviewing him and he said they were on the third floor one night and he was completely wasted and when he woke up the next day uh, he said, why is my body hurting? And they're like, oh, you jumped out the window. You you said you could fly. <laughs> and he goes, well, why didn't you stop me? They're like, stop you. We had 50 bucks saying you could. <laughs> <laughs> it's like dad is David Lee Roth. He thinks he can fly, so he jumps out a third-story window. Yeah. It's like, that's awesome. But I also agree with what Mike said. I, I like Sammy Hagar's solo stuff more than I like oh, yeah. his stuff with Van Halen. It, uh, got, it got too poppy. Heavy metal, got- electric, five. Yeah, like and I, was I, I don't blame Hagar. I don't think it's uh, Hagar. I think that was more Dave, or, um, Eddie Van Halen. Oh, I, I, I have no doubt about it. It's yeah, just like, I, I want to change the figure. It's just that that's how you mark the era. Of know? course, sure. You know, I'd have to but, say uh, my, my favorite uh, Van Hagar album of the era was For Unlawful Carnal Knowledge. Oh, was it? I like 5150. Is my, that's my favorite. Yeah, 5150. I, yeah. I loved that album. I, I like Both those yeah, albums still were playing album. in Portland constantly. Well, yeah, they, they were always playing in Cortland, probably everywhere else. I think the reason for the blowback, though, is you had Van Halen, which was hard rocking. You had Sammy Hagar solo, which was hard rocking. And then you put them together and they became radio fodder. It's right. like I think people were just confused. They're like, how do you take two hard rocking well, entities? But the sound yeah, changed. If you re- yeah, I mean, the sound was already changing when 1984 came out like yeah. we love it because that's our era that's what we grew up in critics and fans hated that album when it came oh, out yeah everyone was saying with the synthesizers and everything people hated that like oh this is not like van halen and blah blah blah, blah, blah. i can I mean, see that so i mean and but i love the album i think it, i actually i love everything they've ever done pretty much yeah. up to um after 5150 ou812 is is a big drop off for me mm. Hey, it could have been. We could have had Lita Ford as the lead singer of Van Halen. That almost happened. No. Oh my God. Can you imagine yes, that? it did. Yeah, yeah no. no. Oh my God. So. Yeah, they were. They were. They were. They were speculating on who was taking his place, and she was one of the front runners. And Sammy Hagar was. The so what? Yeah. Um, so Mike and Steve said there's Pete and uh, Keith. What are some of your uh, summer songs? Oh, I just go back to that freaking kick-ass summer playlist I had playing in my backyard last year. Um, <laughs> Oh, the one, the one where you got totally shit faced. Yes, that one, and ended up throwing up in my backyard. <laughs> yes, that one, that one exactly. But Keith, there was no music playing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not falling for that again, Steve. Not falling for it again. Just like how Mike fell for you thinking you were going out to piss. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was. A I'm good like, one. oh, that's a good idea. Oh fuck no, that was a good one. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it was so beautiful. Pete, Pete beautiful. do you have any songs? Yeah, oh, we're, we're playing a bunch of weirdo stuff as usual. Um, but, uh, yeah, there's there's been a lot of Metallica, believe it or not. Nice. Um, <laughs> there's been a lot of Metallica, kind of like uh, pre-Ride the Lightning era stuff, believe it or not. There's been a little bit of that oh, going on. Yeah. Live versions, right? You like the live versions. Uh, sometimes. Not all the time, though. Um 
yeah, like tons and tons of Tom Petty. He made a big comeback here because like wait, that dropped off, you know, years ago. That was a you know, kids got into music, you know, and everything. And then like, he, but he, he came back around again. So there's been tons of Tom Petty being played, which is great. Yeah, I love Tom Petty. Did you guys ever see that four hour documentary on Tom Petty? Uh, running, I think it's called Running Down the Dream. It's like four hours long. Oh, I never caught that. No. Oh man, that thing is awesome. I mean, it's no, but I saw hey, the postman. The guy, um, <laughs> uh, Peter Bogdanovich directed it, who did, um, you know, Mask and Last Picture Show, and it's it's incredible. It's really awesome. Uh, worth checking out. Yeah, I still uh, I never got to see Tom Petty, but one of my favorite uh memories of going to Chicago is Jamie and I went and saw that band, uh, that cover band, Petty Cash. Oh yeah, yeah, they're great. Where they, they played, you know, obviously Johnny Cash and Tom Petty, and and just played other songs, and it, it was a great night. Oh yeah, we've we've seen them them a couple times now, um, Michelle and I. That's they're awesome, yep. very good. But besides the bands, like uh, you know, backyard barbecue. Yeah, like, I, I I think the center of that for me is definitely the fire pit. Um, I think for in terms of everything else, kind of revolves around that. Once you feel like. You're there. You don't worry about mosquitoes as much. You don't worry about anything. You can sit there. You can whatever. It's I. I think the fire pit is like the, the beginning and the end of the whole thing. Fire pit. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's a, see, yeah. Tons of that. See, for me now, it's gotten to the point where it's usually a ton of children running around and screaming. Mm-hmm. So it's alcohol, purely alcohol. <laughs> My lord. That has become the number. No, I decided alcohol, not panther fist. Yes. But it's <laughs> it's it's panther seriously fist. become such a necessity for any kind of backyard get together we have in oh, the yeah. summer. It's like a and, third parent. Oh it is. It absolutely yeah. is. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. It's like, did you get the hamburgers? Yes. Do you have the hot dogs? Yes. Do you have the booze? Yes. <laughs> so you, you can just start with that it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you could make yeah. that question first. I, I feel like I feel that uh that in, in COVID, like that's the thing is like drinking has gone tremendously up because you're always with the family, you're always doing the thing. That's something that's going up, and and backyard barbecue, backyard because yep. you can go out in your backyard if you're fortunate enough to have one. So yeah, I'm, I'm constantly in my backyard now. That's oh, that's yeah. the place to be. What's what's your signature? What's your signature grilling item? Uh, for me, okay. So I just oh wait, no, go on, Steve. No uh, chicken. I there's certain meats that I think are better on the grill, and some that are better in like a cast iron skillet on stove. Like most of my steaks, I cook on the stove. I'll cook in the really? oven. Really? Yeah. yeah. If you if you sear them in a cast iron and put them in the oven, they're juicy and amazing. Yeah. But chicken and pork, they seem to dry out if you cook them in the oven. But if you cook them on the grill, they stay juicy. And like anytime we do any kind of chicken, that's how I do it: Italian sausage on the grill. Um, yeah. Stuff like that. But most most like steaks, I usually will do, and hamburgers I actually do inside. Also, I'll do in a pan. Well, now, why do you do the burgers inside? Uh, it's kind of the same thing as, um, like, I like the char flavor, but I I watch, I actually, when I was learning how to cook and go, working in all the restaurants, I worked with one chef who was taught in, like, France and did all this weird shit. And he said, if you cook meats like burgers and steaks in a pan and then in the oven, it seals in the juices, and it does make them so much more juicy. I, my, mine come out better when I do it that way, too. Yeah, they don't fall yeah. apart. And... Yeah. Well, that's great. Yeah, I, the reason I was asking was, like, the consistency, because 
I found like if you go get like the Bubba burgers, like the pre-made Bubba burgers or something, those those stay better together on the grill. But if you use like if you're packing them yourself, it's really hard to you know mm-hmm. make it look good. up and stuff. I only I only, I only pack the fudge. I don't pack them. Okay. <laughs> That's right. Well, <laughs> do you do that on the grill? <laughs> You gotta stick with what works. <laughs> Maybe. Cross bun. That was number four on the list. Jamie just didn't say it. Oh. <laughs> There's some Italian sausage for you. Oh, Jesus. Ah. I don't even get to go there. No, I like Polish sausage. <laughs> yeah. So is Jim Jamonkowski. Get a lot of that in Linden. <laughs> no, on the grill, it's gotta be Soup. Italian sausage. On what do gr- you say? On the grill's gotta be Italian sausage. Nice. Yeah, you cook that oh. shit inside, it smokes anyways, and it always sets off yeah, smoke super alarm. smoky, yes, absolutely. Yeah, you gotta do that shit out on the grill. Yeah, yeah, if you do that, it better be Henry Hill asking for money, you know, for his defense. <laughs> no, I still have countless memories of going to Keith's house on Christmas Eve and Mr. Grieve in the garage on the grill cooking Italian sausage. That's right. right. That was like, okay, it's Christmas now. Like, I knew it was Christmas. I was like, all right, it's Christmas. Nice. Yeah, oh, that's Oh, 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 that, that's the flavor. <laughs> <laughs> that's it was, right. it was bad. It was Keith complaining that his dad was burning him and that his mom drunk at Whiskey Sours. <laughs> yeah, well, wait, not just drunk speaking, on Whiskey speaking Sours. Of that, now, drunk speaking on two of whiskey, drunk sours. On whiskey Sours. What is the, what's the drink? I mean, I know Jamie puts up on, on our, our joint text we have, he'll put up this flowery, fruity mess of a drink. Flowers. You, you have something. You have like a big concoction, and it's all you know, like all these different things. You know, what what are some examples of the drinks you have outside? Because it's they're usually crazy. beer. It's usually no, beer. no, no. Don't give me that. You have like you know something hanging off a stick. Oh, or something. you're talking about the Bloody Marys? I don't know. The I Bloody guess. <laughs> fucking shit. So, there's someone takes a shit in the f- ground. You pick it up and throw it in the Bloody Mary. Everything goes in Bloody Mary. Just right? every <laughs> fruit, vegetable, and meat and everything. Just throw it all on there. But just make sure you have um, the vodka. That's the that's the most important. You know, if you say Bloody Mary three times, I throw up all over my grill. <laughs> that's fascinating. I didn't realize that. Is that really a thing? <laughs> oh my What's going God. on? Tyler said, "What? We didn't hear you. I'm I'm only hearing parts of you, Keith. Oh, that's fantastic. It's the good parts, though. Oh right. yeah." I heard his penis. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Remember when this is going to be a dignified episode? No, not no. at all. Yeah. What the fuck? You were off pissing. We decided it was going to be a dignified episode. No. Now it's it's gone. My thing on the grill is... <laughs> all over your dignity. My thing yeah. on the, the grill is that I love to do burgers, but I love to put the, the Montreal steak seasoning on them. Uh, yeah, rub that into them. Stuff, that's good stuff. Gives them a I said that like I know what that is, but I have no clue. If you no, go, I, yeah, that stuff's the best. Go to the seasoning oh, yeah. aisle. Like it's like kosher salt, pepper, garlic flakes. It's like a bunch of shit that you would normally just put on steaks. It's really good. It's a good mix. Mm. Delish. But the discovery. I love, is, I, I, oh, go ahead. The discovery. Uh, of I was going to say what I like to do is uh, make fuck. <laughs> <laughs> it's like all of us are talking at once. I'm like, ah, oh, big fuck. Ah, fuck it. I like people making fuck. Uh, I, I do enjoy making fuck. I'm, gi- I'm, gi- I'm giving up on the live stream because you know? it's not working tonight. 
Um, oh, I boy. Figures I shared it tonight. So, God damn it. Alex. We're yeah. talking about shit here. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So we'll figure that out. Yeah, for but you know what's good, though? Um, is, uh, is grilled cad fillets. Like, oh, yes. I do them in tinfoil, like mm. put like a big, huge hit of butter in there, and then I get this finishing butter um, that has like all kinds of oregano and all kinds of junk in it and just slide oh, it out yeah. all over the place. Nice. And um, even on, I'll I hit really it with like things salt clean, but pepper. that sounds amazing. Oh. Yeah, no, it, it, oh, it always comes out good. And, you know, I'll usually pack a, a couple of lemons in there with it. And, um, That's right. It always comes out good. Um, it's kind of why, said. like, it's a kind of a go-to. And uh, it just, like, totally falls apart. It's just tons of flavor. Nice. Fish yeah, on the grill. Big, I've got big oh, yeah. ends to do in, like, the packets on the grill. Like, we do potato packets and vegetable packets. Yeah. And you put anything in, in aluminum foil with a bunch of butter and throw it on the grill, it's just like <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I do asparagus, I do corn uh, corn on the cob. Yeah. Asparagus is fantastic. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Makes my yeah. pee-pee smell though. And you know uh, that's, that's a great that's a great bite product. I've been doing a jalapeno poppers lately, and those are the best on the grill. Yeah, you 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 showed that's some up. of those with the bacon wrapped around them. Yeah, yeah. so it's like so, yeah, you, you hollow them out. And if you now, if someone is like, oh, I don't like jalapeno poppers or too, you know, too spicy or whatever, you can soak them in Sprite and soak them for a good, I'd say, a couple hours. Soak them in Sprite and they don't get that, that like jalapeno bite to it. But that's only if you don't like it. Otherwise, you know, just hollow them out. Fill, I've been filling up with chorizo and a Ooh. mixture of cheese, which is uh, cheddar cheese and um, cream cheese. Mix oh, that up in a mixture. Put that in there too. Wrap it in bacon, um, and then put a uh, a toothpick in. So you, you know you got the toothpick to um, you know hold it together and everything. And the chorizo I pre cook because I get nervous in case the the meat doesn't cook all the way and you're eating raw meat. So I cook that separately and then I shove the the meat and the cheese and everything in there. And you got to slow cook it. They take forever because you don't want to have the jalapeno where it's real crunchy. You want to have it soft. And that's so you got to cook it for a while. But and I usually use uh, uh, wood chips and the wood chips can either be pecan or hickory. Um, but if you want more of a sweeter taste, then go with the apple. I think cherry is too much and it kind of fucks with the uh, taste a little bit. But it, those are the ones I are my go to. I love jalapeno uh, poppers. I'm yeah, I am awestruck right now. When did you get When did you get so good at that? When did you like that's I'm not recipe. I'm not that great. I just I, you know I'm talking to my brother-in-law, Matt, and other people and stuff. I just started. I gotta eat nice one thing, of those though. The nice that's thing pretty about freaking great. Is that you can? It's a it's a great experiment. Just throw things on the grill and try it out. Now, granted, you don't want to fuck up with a nice, huge, expensive piece of fillet, but Try different things in the grill. If it, no, oh, 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 I, I agree, Jamie. I agree. Yes, yes whatever. Yeah. You're just trying. <laughs> oh, yeah, you totally, yeah, you totally cut out that last part. Yeah, you cut out. But everything oh, I, I did. Part, yeah. I think right when you were just, you don't want to do it with a fillet, but the last line cut. But I think the message was clear, and the that's I got that's it. Okay. Yeah. I got yeah, yeah, one yeah. of those things. Uh, it's good. I'll, I'll make good. next time I come up for Fourth of July. I want to make those for you guys. Oh hell yeah! Is there any possibility, Jamie? I know you didn't want to come because you you know your parents are worried and stuff. Maybe like you and I, like just getting like a one just a hotel like for a night or something. I don't know. Is that a possibility? <laughs> 
like go and stay there and you don't have to worry about parents. I know, just find like a cheap Airbnb or something, right? I, yeah, something, yeah. something very sexual, but you know. Nice. <laughs> sounded so bad. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, like it seems not not having that trip is is gonna. Oh, Mike. Mike. Doctor! <laughs> <laughs> no, Mike, I was a little curious. Were you saying that Jamie can't come? No. But basically, everything. It like you wanted to help, too. I did. I, I don't make no mistake about it. Jamie and I would be making sweet love, but I was talking more about the trip. <laughs> oh, yeah. I know. Oh, I know. I miss those trips. Yeah, I already. I. Yeah, it's not happening this year. I, I'm hoping Christmas time. The problem is I don't fly, and we drive, and which is fine. I'm in safe my own car and everything. But you got to hit those rest stops, and you got to see these fucking dirt bags, man. It's like a third world country in some of these fucking rest stops. It's all all over to the side of the road and piss and go. Yeah, not when you have a wife who pees every five seconds. (laughs) (laughs) But um, yeah, on the side of the road then. Yeah, Yeah. or you have a piss on. It's a piss on. And on that note, we'll hit the outro. This has been episode 28 of That Noise. Go to fthatnoisepod.com. Get yourself some swag. Keep up with us on the socials. We'll see y'all next week. Alone is a Mike Wall three That's pretty much it.